people have been asking, and it is finally here. My next live event, Work On Your Game Live, is taking place. Write these dates down. February 3rd and 4th, that's a Friday and a Saturday, here in beautiful, sunny, warm Miami, Florida, February 2023, February 3rd and 4th. At this event, we're going to help you achieve three specific things. You can write these things down too. Number one, help you raise your level of performance, because as I always say, this is a performance-based business that we are in. Number two, increase the consistency of your performance. This means you don't only perform at a high level, but you can do it over and over and over again. And number three, you're going to make more money in your business. If you are into making more money and generating more revenue in your business, we're going to do all of that. Those three things, performance, consistency, revenue, at Work On Your Game Live. Now, how we're going to do that are four specific things, the mindset that you need to show up every day and do the work, the strategy so that you have a game plan of action, the system so that you can execute the strategy consistently without fail, with very little variation from moment to moment, and the execution to go and get it done over and over and over again. Those are just details. But just keep these three things in mind that I told you at the top. Performance, consistency, income. If you are interested in any one of those three things or two of them or all three, go to workonyourgame.live. Again, workonyourgame.live. Get your ticket to the event. I am hosting. I will be teaching the entire two days. We'll give you food and snacks and coffee and donuts and all that. We have VIP dinners both nights that are optional if you would like to join. And I mean, it's Miami. Who doesn't want to be in Miami in the middle of February when it's the coldest part of the year everywhere else in the United States? Get your ticket by going to workonyourgame.live. Then text me. Let me know that you're coming. And we're going to know who everybody is, who needs to meet who. I'm going to make sure everybody gets exactly what you need out of that. You will not leave that room unless you have a full game plan moving forward of action to take your business where it needs to go. Workonyourgame.live. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out. And leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894. 305-384-6894. Straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Anything happening in your business absolutely requires your presence, your skill, your talent, and or your involvement becomes a bottleneck in your business. Great exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOlday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show. You learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, 
you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is why you are always the biggest problem in your business. This is a self-accountability topic that we're talking about here today. So those of you who are allergic to self-accountability or those of you who hear these kind of messages and call it quote unquote negative, this is specifically for you. So don't turn it off. Listen to this. This is exactly what you need to hear, not what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. So before we get to it, I tell everyone, I have a daily motivation text I send out free of charge every single day, straight to everyone who's in my text community. This message is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. So if that sounds like something that you want, text me at the following number, 305-384-6894. And every morning when I send out the daily motivation, you shall receive that straight to your phone. Secondly, the next step in working with me directly is joining my university at workwhenyourgameuniversity.com. And so you get coached by me. You get my physical mailings that I send out every single month to everyone who is in my university. And that's where you get access to all of my courses. That is only in one place. Again, workwhenyourgameuniversity.com. So that said, let's get into the topic. Why you are always the biggest problem in your business. Now, I already told you this is a self-accountability episode. We're going to talk about what are the things that you are doing or not doing that are causing the biggest issues in your business. And we need to get clear on these and we need to get direct and straight to the point on these, because if you continue to do them, then you're going to continue to cause problems in your own business. And these problems are already existing in your business. So again, you being the, the main person, you being the CEO of you incorporated, you being the head person, you being the president, you being the number one salesperson, you being the customer service person, you being the ideas person, you being the executor, you are the number one problem in your business. And we're going to talk about where those problems may be stemming and what you can do about them. We're going to cover all that here today. So please do not make the mistake of hurting yourself and burying your head in the sand and not listening to what I'm going to say here today, because this is the exact conversation that many people need. Point number one, topic again is why you're always the biggest problem in your business. First thing you need to understand is the law of the lid. I attribute this to, I thought it was coming from uh, Al Rise and Jack Chart, who wrote the 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing. It was actually John Maxwell's book, which is the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. He's the one who shared it. I got those two mixed up. But the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership is a book written by John Maxwell. If you have not read it, go get it. And he talks about the law of the lid, I believe is the first law in the book. And the law of the lid is a very simple concept that an enterprise can grow only up to the size of the leadership capabilities of the person who is in charge of that enterprise. So if the leader is a level seven person, the business will never grow past a level seven. The leader is a level four. The business is capped out at a level four. The leader is a level 30. The business is capped out at a level 30. The business can never go any further than the person who is the main guy or girl running the operation. So whatever limitations you have as a leader, those will always be the limitations of your business, assuming that you get everything else right. Assuming that you got everything else in order exactly as it needs to be, your personal limitations will still be the limitation on how far that business can go. And that's not even counting any other limitations you may have. Maybe you have the wrong market. Maybe you have the wrong product. Maybe you have the wrong message. Maybe you have the wrong advertising. Maybe your approach is wrong. All of those other things can be wrong too. But even if you get everything else perfect, your leadership capabilities is the ceiling, the concrete ceiling on how far your business will go. Now, we won't call it a concrete ceiling. We'll call it a glass ceiling because you can break through it by stepping up your leadership game. You would have to invest in your leadership skills, though. 
So that can be another, if you're a person who's hesitant to invest in your development, then that becomes another ceiling that is slowing the growth of your business. So the question becomes, in what areas do you need to develop as a leader? If you feel like your business is hitting a ceiling right now, the question is, what areas, in which areas do you need to develop as a leader? Where are you coming up short in your personal and professional development? What are the holes in your game? In professional sports, for example, every team has a scout. And the scout's jobs, there's usually more than one scout, the scout's jobs is to look at all the other teams, look at who the players are on those teams, figure out what those players do good, and we're going to game plan to stop them from doing the stuff that they do well. Then figure out what those players are not good at. And the game plan is we're going to force them to do things that they're not good at because that's going to give us a better chance of beating them. And the scouts have a full-time job of doing exactly this, probing and identifying the weaknesses and the tendencies of everybody else that they're going to play against, of all the opponents, and then preparing their team to use those weaknesses against you. In the business world, it works the exact same way, except that for the most part, not every business has direct scouts, but a lot of them, the ones who do really well, they have scouts. You just don't know them. That They don't call themselves scouts, but they're scouting and you don't even know who they are. At least in professional sports, you know who all your opponents are. You know exactly what they're doing. In the business world, you have no idea what's going on, but there are people who are scouting you. Sam Walton, for example, he's the guy who created Walmart. He was famous for this. He would even talk about it in his own books. He would go to other retail stores before Walmart blew up. He would go to other retail stores, his competitors. He would look at exactly what they were doing. He would basically steal their ideas straight from them and just do it better than them. That's what he would do. And he was open about the fact that he would do it. He would go into other retail stores, Sam Walton, and he would bring a tape measure and he would measure exactly how much space there were in between the shelves or how much space there was between the floor and the bottom of a shelf. And he would measure this stuff and see exactly what they were doing to the point that his competitors knew that he was doing it. They would get really annoyed, but they couldn't really do anything about it because, I mean, he was a customer after all. I mean, technically he was a customer. He was browsing. What are you going to do? Tell him he can't come in the store? This is what Sam Walton would do. He would scout what his opponents were doing, and then he would just beat them in the details. He would just beat them in the little things and put them out of business. And that's how Walmart became Walmart. They put He put all the little five and 10 cent stores out of business. And that's how Walmart became Walmart. And there's still a five and 10 cent store for the most part. And they're still thriving, despite the fact that the internet is the internet. In professional sports, again, they're open about it. In business, it's they're a little bit more covert. But the same thing is happening. There are scouts who are looking at what you're doing, figuring out how they can do it better than you, and or looking at your weaknesses and using those weaknesses against you. And your weaknesses will work against you, whether a scout is trying to do it on purpose or not, your weaknesses are going to work against you because your lack of leadership capabilities will eventually slow down the growth of you. They will slow down the growth of your business. They will slow down the growth of your team. They will slow down who you're able to reach, who you're able to serve. All of those are based on the limits of your ability to lead. And again, in business, it happens in a more subtle way, and it may take longer to be obvious, whereas in sports, it happens directly and everybody can see it. And you can find out like day by day, you know exactly where you're weak because the opponent just showed you in the game that just took two hours where you're weak. Whereas in business, it might take two years for you to figure it out, but it's a slow grind down to zero in business. So it's a slower death, which actually is more painful. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is why you are always the biggest problem in your business. Number two. Anything that's happening in your business that absolutely requires your present skill, talent, and or involvement becomes a bottleneck. Anything happening in your business absolutely requires your presence, your skill, your talent, and or your involvement becomes a bottleneck in your business. In other words, if you're not there to do it, it cannot and does not happen. So for example, at Work When Your Game Incorporated, this show right here will never be outsourced to anyone. Let me not say never. I shouldn't even say that. Maybe one day, maybe my son or somebody may one day take over the show or I'll have somebody come on and they can 
kind of ingest the work on your game philosophy and they'll be able to keep this thing going if I decide to retire and get out of it. I don't think I will retire out. As Lil Wayne said, I'll probably die out rather than retire out. But the whole point is this show doesn't take place unless I record it. All right, that's the whole point. So that's a bottleneck in this business is I absolutely have to do it. Whereas something, for example, somebody sends an email and needs to be replied to, I don't necessarily have to do that. I can have my assistant do that. When it comes to somebody orders a product and we need to ship it out, I don't necessarily have to do that. I might do it, but I don't have to do it. That's not a bottleneck in the business. So anything in your business that absolutely requires you, your skill, your talent, your ability is a bottleneck. And if anything ever happens to you or your ability to do that thing, then the whole business slows down. Without you there to do it, it can't take place. Now, while it is great to be needed and you are probably a very talented individual, you want to have bottlenecks in your business because bottlenecks slow down the process of anything actually happening. So once you get a consistent process of things working in your business, you want to work on removing yourself from as many processes as much as possible so that you are needed as little as possible. And this is a paradoxical idea for many professionals out there. And what are you saying, Joe? You want me to make myself needed as less as possible? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. This is where the ultimate power comes from you being needed less in your business. Whereas you no know, paradoxically in life, you get more power from being needed more, but you want to go the opposite. Again, a lot of things that help you become wildly successful are counterintuitive to how most people normally think and how we've been mostly taught to think. So you want to remove yourself from the process so where to where you are not a bottleneck in any way and the business can run with or without you. This gives you the time freedom. That is the main reason that many people start their businesses in the first place. But they often forget that this is the reason why they started their business. Most people start a business either because you want to make more money. And what's the reason why you want to make money? Because when you have more money, you have more freedom to do what you want to do. That's time freedom. Or they start a business because you're tired of working for other people. So you want the freedom to do what you want to do, how you want to do it. Again, you go back to that freedom. Or you start a business because you want to build it into an asset and sell it. You sell it. Now you have money. Now you have time to do what you want to do. So again, the reason why people get into business is they're looking for some form of freedom, usually freedom of time. They might say freedom of money, but the only reason we want money because money is a means to an end. We use money to buy freedom. When you have as much money as you want, you can do whatever you want. That gives you the freedom of time and time is the most valuable resource. So this is the reason why people get in business to get freedom. And you get the time freedom by removing yourself as a bottleneck from anything that is necessary for your business to run. And if it's your business, you own it, you're in control, you can have other people running it, everything can work fine without you needing to be there. It also positions you to possibly offload and sell your business uh, if you want to do that. But if you're always required to be present for your business to run, you can't really leave. I mean, you could sell your business and still work there, but I mean, now you're still working there. Right? You're still tethered to the business. And at that point, the business may begin to own you rather than you owning it. So you want to be careful that if time freedom is the reason why you got into business. I know money is one of the reasons, but also that time freedom, you got to make sure you're strategizing and setting your business up systematically so that you can actually get some time freedom. Because when you're launching a business or you're getting your business to where you want it to go, you have less time than if you had a regular nine to five job. Right, many people are running businesses because they wanted to get time, but you actually work more when you're running a business than when you have a job. Absolutely. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is why you are always the biggest problem in your business. Number three, these points that I've shared so far and any other issues not mentioned here today that exist in your business will continue to be issues and only grow more troublesome until they are addressed by the person in charge. That means you. So anywhere that you're a bottleneck, anywhere that your lack of leadership capabilities which is about your mindset, your ability to think strategically, your ability to ask the right questions, 
your ability to implement systems, your ability to execute, your ability to motivate others to execute, your ability to communicate, the way that you think about things, your the way that you're showing up on a day-to-day basis, all of these are part of your leadership capabilities. Any of these that do not get addressed will continue to be issues and will grow into bigger issues until or unless they are addressed by you. Running a business, ladies and gentlemen, exposes all of your flaws, your weaknesses, and your insecurities. And the better your business does, there's another paradox here, the better your business does, the more pronounced and obvious these flaws become. So when you're making 50K a year, your flaws, you may be able to hide them or they may not be that obvious because you may not even be drawing that much attention at 50K a year. Now, your business is making 500K a year. Those flaws and those weaknesses become more and more obvious. And the more business you do, the more obvious your flaws become and the more they hurt you. If you want to know what your weaknesses are, just keep growing your business and make it more and more successful. Those weaknesses will become so obvious that you won't be able to ignore them anymore. They will continue to affect you until they are addressed. This is why people say that if you ever heard this saying, making money does not make you a different type of person. What it does is it exposes the type of person you actually are and makes you more of that individual. The more money you have, again, we just talked about this. Usually we want to make money because money represents freedom. When you have money, you can do what you want to do. So that means you want to go on vacation or you want to buy stuff or you want to have a good time or you want to not work or whatever it is you want to do. The more money you have, the more freedom you have to do those things. But the more money that you make, all it does is allow you to be more of the person that you want to be. All right. The reason that we go to work is to make money. And once we have the money that we want, now we can choose to work less and be more of who we are. So the more money that you make, the more you are exposing yourself to the world as who you are. You get it? So as your business becomes more and more successful or you personally become more successful because your business can just be you yourself. Even if you work at a job, you are still the CEO of you incorporated. So the more successful you become as a person, the more obvious it becomes what your flaws are, your weaknesses are, your insecurities, the places where you need to make changes, the places where you need to level up and develop yourself if you plan on going further. Now, if you don't want to do these things, you don't have to. I mean, you can stay at the level that you're at if you so choose. But understand it is a ceiling on your success if you're not developing yourself, not investing in development. So with that said, let's recap today's class, which is why you are always the biggest problem in your business. Number one, the law of the lid. John Maxwell's book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, talks about this. The law of the lid is that the an enterprise will only grow up to the size of the leadership capabilities of the person who is in charge. So whatever limitations your business has, whatever limitations you have, rather, will be the limitations of your business. So the questions are, where do you need to develop as a person? You need to know these things because if you don't know, then you have a ceiling on the growth of the business and the growth of yourself and you don't even know what the ceiling is. Therefore, you can't break it. You can't break through a ceiling if you're not aware of what the ceiling is and what needs to happen in order for it to be broken through. So you're running blindly into a brick wall. All right, it doesn't feel good. In professional sports, teams have scouts. They look for your weaknesses and they use those weaknesses against you in the game. In the business world, there are businesses who are scouting you and using your weaknesses against you. The differences in businesses that you don't, you're not even aware of what weaknesses are being used against you and how they are hurting you. Whereas in sports, you get almost immediate feedback. In business, the feedback happens a lot more slowly. That's why you need to be proactive about getting this feedback rather than waiting for it to hit you in the face. Point number two, anything happening in your business that absolutely requires your present skill, talent, or involvement becomes a bottleneck. That is a limit on how far your business can go. So you should be strategizing about how to remove yourself as a bottleneck from as many processes as possible, at least those for which you can remove yourself. There may be some areas in which you need to be there. Maybe that's the reason why you're working. But the other areas where you don't need to be there, you need to work on delegating, offloading, 
or strategizing to get those off of your plate and onto the plate of someone or something else. Maybe a system can do it. Maybe an application can do it. Maybe a person needs to do it. So where you are not a bottleneck in any way and the business can run without you, which may uh, give you the opportunity of offloading your business at some point, which gives you give you a influx of cash, which may be exactly what you need to create the freedom that you want in your life. And number three, these and any other issues not mentioned will continue to be issues in your business and will only get bigger as issues until or unless they are addressed by you, who is the person in charge. Businesses and success, especially, exposes your flaws, your weaknesses, and your insecurities. The better you do, the more successful you become, the more obvious the type of person you are, it will be. And if you're a terrible person, it will be more and more obvious that you're a terrible person. The more money you make, the more successful you become. A lot of people think that when you're failing, that's when it becomes obvious the type of person you are. No, it's when you're succeeding that it becomes obvious who you are. So the more successful you are, those of you who did great last year, are, is you are more the person you are now than you were a year ago because you did even better. The better you do, the more obvious it will be what your flaws, weaknesses, and insecurities are in the areas in which you need to develop and improve yourself if you plan on continuing to grow and be a better individual. So now that the flaws have been exposed, now you can see them. Now, are you going to do something about them or are you going to allow those flaws to push you right back to where you were before? Because you're not going to keep growing if you don't address the areas for improvement, as we said. All that said, text me to get my daily motivation straight to your phone every morning. My number is 305-384-6894 every single day. Secondly, work on your game university. If you like to be coached by me, we'll tell you how to do that. If you want to get access to all my courses, we'll tell you how to do that. You want to get my physical Bulletproof Bulletin magazine and my masterclass black book that I send every month to your physical doorstep. You will get that once you're a member, either my coaching programs or you have access to the courses. Again, that is all under one umbrella at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text to send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.